Hello, hello, hello. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. I'm with the main man. Oh, so kind. On the so Greater kind. Than prod- Podcast. Well, broadcast. Broadcast. <laughs> I like that. Bit. Hey everyone and welcome to the Greater Than Podcast. My name is Elijah Merle. So honored and blessed you took out the time to join us today. Uh, you know the purpose of this podcast, 1 John 4, 4. You are God, little children, have already overcome them. For greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. We want to talk about what's going on in the world and even culture from a biblical perspective to remind ourselves that greater is he on the inside of us than he that is in the world. Today we have a special tweet. Treat, treat. Man, I, I got to Listen. We did a uh, sound test earlier, and my guy, he, my, my guest here, he got tongue-tied. It's my turn, right? But hey, uh, Brandon Brim, it's good to have you here, sir. Yeah, such an honor to be on your uh, on the podcast and everyone listening. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a fun time. It's going to be really good. I'm excited about it. I believe the Lord is going to meet us. Um, I'm going to pray, and then we're going to get into it. We're going to have a great time. Father God, we acknowledge you your presence. We acknowledge who you are, the greater one on the inside of us, Father. We yield to him. We say that he'll live big in us this afternoon, that those who hear this podcast in the future will be blessed by not the words of man, but by your words, by the anointing from your spirit. We ask that you speak beyond us things that would touch and heal and deliver people and put them in a new level in you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So, uh, Brandon, would you uh, kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and your wife and your ministry, and if you would go into uh, and tell us about that? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I didn't just—I always tell people I didn't just grow up in a Christian home, but also a, a ministry family. Yes. You know, everyone in my family can uh, preach, and uh, that's a great thing, you know. But I always—I grew up and I knew always knew how to get by. Yeah, yeah. I knew how to play the part, but God got a hold of my life. Um, I traveled with my grandmother, Dr. Billy Brim, for three years, mm-hmm. and I traveled with her, meeting powerful men and women of God you see on TV. Yeah, yeah. People God used, literally mightily to shake the nations, and they would come talk to me, pray for me, and it, and something happened to me. Yeah, you know, um, it wasn't just teaching, but I caught something. Mm, that's good. I I caught it, and my I started to change. I started yeah. to have a hunger for the Word of God. I started spending time in prayer. Yeah. When no one else was watching or looking, you know, we're in a generation. Everyone wants to be watched. They want to be, they want to be seen. Yeah. They want to be looked at. They want the likes, the comments, but no one was watching, but it's just me and the Lord. Come on. Brandon, and he was fine. He was fine tuning me. And I went out to California. I moved out there. I, I left what I was doing. I, um, I was just seeking God. I kept on doing what I was, I didn't really know what to do. Yeah. I had some brand plans that were not ministry. Mm-hmm. I was trying those out, but it just wasn't, it wasn't right. Yeah. It was like I was going against a, a brick wall. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just yielded myself to the Lord and praying, spending time in prayer. And ministry just started happening. Really? Yeah. I had an opportunity to preach somewhere. Yeah. I even like s- said, Lord, I, I mean, I'm spending time in the Word hours a day, but I don't have a message to preach. Mm. And even if I did have a message, I don't, I don't like to talk in front of people. I, would t- I, would, I said that to the Lord. I just heard this in my heart. Brain, I'll give you a message. Wow. I'll preach it through you. Yeah. I truly believe that the Holy Spirit, he wants to give uh, guys and, and, and girls messages from, from God, and he'll preach it through us. That's so good, Brandon. Wow. And he'll, he'll minister through us. Yeah. 
So I, 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 he gave me a message and I started preaching it by myself mm. there uh, in front of my mirror, just stirring up that gift. Mm, yeah. And uh, I, I went and preached at that place, you know, that asked me and it went well. Mm-hmm. And it was like for the first time in my life, I felt like I was doing what I was called to do. That's beautiful. Yeah. I was on my right track. Mm-hmm. My, and I felt such relief. I felt such an excitement. I felt such joy. Yeah. So I, it, that's how it all started happening. Yeah. That's how ministry happened. And, and the doors just started um, opening. And even when doors weren't opening, it mm. didn't, didn't move me. It didn't affect me because I was just seeking God. Yeah, I was I was preparing, you know. It says in the word, "Be instant in season, out of season." Yeah. So when I didn't have places to preach, and but I knew I had that relation, that fellowship with the Lord, that He'll open the doors. Uh, come on, yeah. I don't have to try to pitch myself. Mm-hmm. I don't have to try to meet people, which God will use that. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying that's bad, but I'm just saying I don't have to go to someone and say, "Here's my card. I want to appreciate your church." No, God will speak for me. Mm. And he, and he and he's he's done that. So it all that's how it all started, just truly supernatural. And we've been in ministry about four years. Wow! Yeah, full time. My wife and I. Yeah, we travel all over. We speak about four to five different countries, nations each year. Um, preach all through California and just all around the U.S. But it's just been a, it's just been a that's supernatural cool. thing, and it's been a thing where we trust God no matter what. That's beautiful. And I always I always go back to. And I'm seeking God there in California, my first time out there. No one's watching. Mm-hmm. And that's been like my pattern. Mm. You know, the the secret place. That's good. You know, like David, he's in the field. Mm-hmm. Samuel yeah. comes to anoint the next king. Yeah. Uh, oh, David's own dad didn't think he was king worthy. Yeah. He's still out in the field. He, was, the over, field. he was overlooked. But it says in Psalms that God found David. Mm. Let me tell you, God, he, he's looking for someone. He's looking for someone that has a a faith in them and a trust in them and a hunger for them. Yeah. That doesn't want their own plans or their own words. They, they just want God to move through them. Wow. And, uh, and I'm, I, I'm so sold on that. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not trying to, David's in the field, not trying to be the king, but he's worshiping the king. Mm. Yeah. You know, so that's, you know, even in those times where we come back from a road, from the road and we have some time off, I'm just preparing, getting ready, seeking God, filling back up. That's right. Filling back up. You yeah. got to fill up. You can yeah. only give so much. Yeah, that's right. You got to fill up. I think people miss that. Yeah, that's true. That's so yeah. true. And uh, I've given out one time I went to a, I got asked to preach somewhere. I was really looking forward to it. And yeah. it was a, it was a big door, big opportunity. Yeah. Lots of people's at a Bible um, college and there's like 2,500 people there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I go there and the food, they, we stayed there on campus. Mm hmm. The food was not good at all. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was. I hardly, I hardly ate, and I was there for two days, and I preached, and I felt such opposition against me. Mm. I wouldn't say it was the people, but mm-hmm. you know, I at the same time when you go preach somewhere and someone's people are hungry, yeah, people are like, "Hey, today's my day." You can feel that in the atmosphere. That's true. It's mm-hmm. pu- it's pulling on you. Mm. But when you go to some places and like, who's this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel that. But I felt the enemy just right there as I was preaching. Mm. And I, I, th- I, was, I was hearing myself preach at the same time taking authority over the enemy. You cannot have this service. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was amazing. The power of God hit that place. Huge altar call. Hundreds of people getting touched by God. We had a move of God. Yeah. And, and I went back and I was 
so it was such a it was such a like a like a pulling and such a going against the enemy i could feel that i literally i went back to my place and i was throwing up all night wow it was such it pulled so much out of me but what, what was my answer to that i had to fill back up yeah 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 i i gave it my all and so many times you know people especially when you're ministering you're not just ministering you're talking to people after you're praying and all that and you got to fill back up mm-hmm. so and it has to be a lifestyle yeah not just a saturday night before we go preach a sunday morning or a tuesday night before we preach wednesday but a lifestyle yeah. we're always filling up yeah we're, we're hoarding that oil oh that's good hoarding yeah. that oil that's the good. oil of intimacy you know we're always trying to be overflow just full yeah you can always tell when you're not like i need to spend some more time in prayer i need to <laughs> yeah, start yeah. feeling irritable and little things bothering you but yeah in this season this last days especially everything that's going on we have to hoard that oil yeah overflow yeah lord it runs over we're not even trying to be christian like it's just yeah, people yeah, yeah. see it and like whoa what is it and it's it's him mm-hmm. and it takes discipline yeah sometimes your flesh don't want to do it sometimes you want to go to sleep at night or whatever but that's when you just you you got to have that time it's, yeah, so, it's so key yeah that's how everything happened with our ministry it's just literally me in that secret place me trusting god me having that father son relationship fellowship lord i know i've heard your voice i'm here what do i do now you know, and he's, he says he'll never leave us nor forsake us. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's just really cool. No, that's great, man. I love all of it, man. And um, <clears throat> one that, thing. That I, was long. I apologize. No, but. no, you're great, Brandon. That was good. We needed to hear that. One thing that um, I wanted Brandon to talk about was an experience he had uh, and visions that, that he's had. The Lord has, you know, done that. And it's a beautiful thing because, you know, you hear a lot of phony stuff. Right. You hear a lot of fake, uh, as my spiritual mother, Miss Phyllis Moore, would say, flaky, jakey yeah. type things so we need to hear the real so would you take us into that and um well before you do let me give us a verse i hadn't we hadn't gone all this time without a verse but all scripture based everything we've said but um here in uh, joel i think it's a it's a appropriate right um, yeah joel it says here in in, in uh, chapter 2 verse 28 it shall come to pass afterward i'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and daughters will prophesy your old men will dream dreams your young men will see visions. And we see that come to pass in the book of Acts. Yeah. Peter stands up and says, this is that spoken by the prophet Joel. So Brandon, would you, would you take us into that? Exactly. Yeah. And it's, um, it's something, you know, we are supernatural beings. Wow. Yeah. We are, you know, in Ephesians, it says we're seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Yeah. You might say, I don't feel like it. I'm here in wherever you live. I'm here in Tulsa or Missouri. No, you're seated. You're with in heavenly places with Christ. That's where seated with him. Wow. And, um, I, I really believe it's the enemy trying to make the supernatural look really bad because there's been a lot of, you could say wildfire, been a lot mm, of fake, yeah. That's a good been, way a to put of, it. been a lot of crazy. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's, it's happening, especially in these, these last days. Yeah. I've gotten to, to be with, I've gotten to travel with the minister and he had a, a counter. He was 18 years old. He, he crashed. He actually died and, and he went to heaven. Yeah. And, um, I traveled with him and he went to heaven. He came back and he literally had a broken neck, had all this stuff. He could, he was literally, the doctor said, you cannot talk. Yeah. And he had, and he saw Jesus come and touch his throat. And wow. when, that, when that happened, he could start speaking. He had a crushed 
voice box, everything. He would <sighs> he would travel with his X-rays, mm. and he would show people. Uh, even uh, one time, a FBI guy, a detective, said this guy's fake. Mm. So he would always the guy I travel with. He'd always say I was dead for twenty minutes or ten minutes. Well, the detective started looking into it. Yeah, and found out he was actually dead for an hour. <laughs> and that guy wrote his forward on his book. Wow, that's so, amazing. Supernatural. Yeah. And uh, and I believe you know, we don't need to be limited to the natural. But there's some supernatural things you know God wants to show us. And and me, it's I've never been someone that seek that, desired that. Yeah. I could you could say I'm very like a realist. Mm-hmm. You know I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't see, I know some people will, you know, I believe we're led by the spirit of God. We're not led by, you know, I know people that are led by signs and all that, but mm-hmm. we're called to be just, we're led by the spirit, especially in the new Testament. So I had, uh, it's kind of a long story, but I had, such, oh, take a, your time. Take your I time. had such a hunger in the word of God. For, and I was studying on courage. Okay. The topic of courage, uh, Nehemiah, how he had courage to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. And I was just, I was so fascinated by it. And I kept, I was studying it. I was reading it. I'm like, wow, that's courage for him. And and what he did and his life was at, was at risk, but he had that courage to keep on going and to do what God had called him to do. Mm. I was reading about David. He had the courage to stand against Goliath. Everyone else was scared, but David was, he had courage. And I was, I was just feeding. You know, faith comes by what? Hearing, hearing by the word of God. Exactly. So my, I was being fed courage and I was, Mm. I was just standing on it all the time. Well, this, while this is all going on, I'm in a relationship with a girl. Okay. It's not my wife. I'm married now. I've been married for seven years, but I was, I was dating this girl and it wasn't a good situation. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you could say she wasn't a helpmate for me. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, someone else she'll help, but not, but not for me. Hmm. Um, if I would have been with her, I would never have been in ministry. Wow. hundred percent. Wow. I would have no tone what I've been doing. Sure. And there was the temptation there because if I would have went with her and her family, it could look like everything was made, set up for us. Mm-hmm. We have a house for you. We, we, this, this will be your life. Mm-hmm. And I see that and I know it's not God. Mm. But at the same time, I'm like, hey, that does sound kind of hey, nice. Hey, you know, yeah, yeah. Let yeah. me be real. Like, that's, that sounds kind of nice. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, you know, Moses, 40 years and mm. being brought up in Egypt. Mm-hmm. The best of the best. But he's yeah. like, enough's enough. I'm out of here. Yeah. I'm <laughs> doing what to... God's called me to do. Yeah. I don't, if it takes 40 years of me being in the desert, mm-hmm. you know. Wow. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do it instead of enjoying the, the pleasures of sin for a season. Mm. So I, I just like, I'm studying on courage. I'm like, this is not my life. It's not my own God. I want God to use me. I want to, I want you to flow through me. I'm in this relationship. I know it's not God. If I go with this. It's not going to, I won't be in ministry. No telling where I'll be. Mm-hmm. It, it won't be a place of blessing. Mm-hmm. And I saw all this. I just knew it was just, just the enemy. Yeah. All this temptation, just the enemy. So I'm studying on courage and I'm in this relationship with this girl. Lord, how do I get out of this? You know, I'm thinking, what should I do? What should I do? So I had this encounter um, there in my place where I was in my room. Mm-hmm. I was laying on this, on my couch. Okay. I'm worshiping the Lord. Yeah. Have my eyes closed. And the best way I can describe it, I felt the anointing going through me. Mm. Kind of like when you're at a church service, the worship's really great. Maybe your song's on. Yeah, yeah. Maybe something that ministers to you. You just feel that anointing. 
I felt the anointing of God. Mm. I opened my eyes and I saw two angels. Wow. One was right in my face. The other one was kind of a little bit away, kind of to the side. Okay. I saw the one that was to the side had a stack of papers in its hand, mm. a big stack. And the angel right by me was taking that paper and putting it on my chest. Mm. I looked down, Elijah, and I saw it form my chest like a paper mache wow. and disappear in me. That's what I was feeling. Next thing you know, I'm in a place. It wasn't me in a dream state. I didn't fall asleep. I could I could choose where to walk. I was testing it as I'm having yeah, this yeah. experience. Mm-hmm. Making sure, yeah. Making sure I could spin. If I spun around, I could spin around. I remember walking to the right, walking to the left, walking straight. And I go to a classroom. Mm-hmm. I walk into a classroom. I knew it was heaven when this happened. Uh, I, when, I came, when, it, when I came back, I just told people a bright place. You know, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I, I walk into a classroom. The class is, everyone's already seated in the class. There was one spot available is in the front row, front center. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, I'm the type of guy to be third row, maybe the back row. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, whoa, I remember walking in saying, whoa, the front row. I look to my right, I see a huge angel as I walk into this room. Mm-hmm. Massive, very serious, very composed. I sit in the classroom. First thing I did is I sat down, I looked straight. Then I looked around and turned around to see who I could, who was in there. Yeah. About 40 to 50 people. Mm-hmm. I saw a lady sitting right behind me with brown hair. Mm-hmm. Everyone was wearing the same outfit, like a white kind of tunic, white robe okay. outfit. I was wearing that too. Mm-hmm. So right in front of me, I look, I see this marker board. I see a back door, like a back entrance. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden that back door opens. Here comes the teacher. Mm. And he comes out and he, he was non-religious, oh, wow. full of joy. Yeah. I always say he was very loose. He didn't have a care, happy. Mm-hmm. And the teacher came out and I knew, no one told me, I just knew right here in my spirit, it was David. Mm. Yeah. And he said, today, he was all happy. Today, I'm going to teach you on, and when he said it, he wrote it at the same time. He had this marker in his hand. He goes, today I'm going to teach you on courage. Wow. And he wrote courage on the board in purple, in cursive, big. And then he said, this is all I remember him saying. There is a test that is coming up. Then all of a sudden that, that angel, it was, I knew it was like his assistant. Mm. This angel was very serious. Started passing out books to everybody. He passed out books to me, about three to four books. Then he passed out a test. Mm-hmm. And I heard this, there is a test that is coming up. I looked at the test. It was about eight pages thick, mm. multiple choice. Okay. I told people, thank God for multiple choice. <laughs> yeah. I remember looking at it and then all of a sudden it was like a bell rang. Class is over. Okay. I heard this again, David, there is a test that is coming up. So I'm walking out and I'm just like now, if I was walking out of this room, you're just walking out. You're, I just, you know where doors at. You go out the door. You don't know what. At, in this time, I'm having. I don't know where I'm gonna go next. Yeah. So I start walking out the door. The angel's standing by the door. He grabs me, kind of forcefully, hands me something. I don't know what it is. It look. I can't even tell you what it looked like. So I'm. I'm I grabbed it. I was holding it in my hand. Then David came behind me, and said, "You want me to tell you what that is?" He said, right now, those books in your hands are not yours. But he says, while you're here, 
everything you highlight with that thing that you have in your hands, only your eyes will be able to see it. Mm. And it will be in pure gold. I'm not sure the significance of why he would tell me all that. Whatever. So it was like these books I had in my hand, those mm-hmm. ones that passed out. I was just like renting them while I was there. Yeah. Okay. They weren't ready for me. They weren't mine yet. But while I'm there, while I'm studying, everything I highlight, only my eyes will see it and it'll be in pure gold. So I could give you the same book. Yeah. And you look at it and it looks brand um, new. Yeah. Wouldn't see it. Wouldn't see it. So I remember he was put his arm around me. He was nice. With the door opens, there's about four to 500 people waiting mm. to get into this class. He takes a crown, puts it on his head, but puts it to the side. Mm. And then he said this. He said, let's get away from all these people, which at the time I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. So I remember us walking away, and that's all I remember that time. But the thing is, is he was so full of love. Yeah. He was, he was nice, joking around. And, and, you know, even praying after this happened, I'm like, Lord, he's showing me more and more. You know, I'm praying. He's showing me more things. But even just the four to 500 people I saw trying to get in there, mm-hmm. the Lord spoke to me, Brandon, that's a very desirable class you were in. Wow. For him and David, he's probably the best guy to teach it. Mm-hmm. You know, just amazing. All his, his life, what he went through. So then I go to another classroom. It was set up completely different. Uh, round tables, the, the teacher, I'm not sure who the teacher was. He was a man of wisdom, age, maybe an Old Testament prophet. Okay. Not sure. Yeah. Well, he, he goes, we're going to learn today on, uh, on numbers. We're going to study numbers in the Bible. Okay. He said, all numbers are not just there just to be there, but they all mean something. He said, today we're going to learn about the number eight. So they passed out the paper, number eight, and you had to identify all the different parts, number eight. Okay. What this means, what this means, what this means. Everyone's working on it. I didn't know what to do. I raised my hand. Oh, Just like yeah, today. Yeah. yeah. If someone gave me a number eight, what does this mean? I don't know. Number eight. The teacher came over by me. He had a Bible in his hand. I remember him smiling and opening the Bible. Next thing you know, I'm back where I was. Mm. When I was there worshiping on the couch. Yeah. I felt a Holy Ghost download of courage in my life. I was bold as a lion. I felt like Superman. Yeah. I made that decision. I, I, I broke off that relationship that I was in. I mm-hmm. knew I had to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all desire that was in me to ha- keep that relationship going, all the temptations that maybe it had or the lure of sin or whatever, that was all gone. I could care less. Mm. I had a courage. I had a, a download of courage like never before. I ended that relationship. And that night I was brushing my teeth. And I heard the Lord speak to me, Brandon, you passed the test. Mm. He said the test was not on paper, but the test was you making that decision. I truly, I truly believe if I would have made that decision to stay in that relationship, I would have never been in ministry. I would have never done what God had called me to do. Yeah. And he said that test was you making that decision and you passed it. Man. I really believe God, there's, there's things in our life, there's tests maybe, and you know what to do. Mm right decisions and you, you we got to pass it we got to have that courage you That's know good. even just recently i was invited to a church to go speak mm-hmm. while I, I was here while i'm here in missouri but it's it's far in, it's in oregon really far away mm-hmm. and i just i i'm i'm here you know with my family traveling a little bit preaching and i'm like man i just didn't i was praying i didn't have a peace about knowing okay 
maybe next, maybe while I'm back in California, I'll go, which I, I told them that, but I had to have the courage to say, you know what? I, I want to reschedule. Mm-hmm. And, but not just because I want to, I knew it was the Lord mm-hmm. and praying, but there's so many times there's this sh- decisions in our lives and we know it's not right, but there's always, Oh I man, I could just do that. It would be great. But we got to have that courage to say, you know what? I will listen to the voice of God. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. And it's not just about me having this vision, this encounter. We you, we can read in the Word. The same thing happens to us. Mm-hmm. As you read about faith, as you read about courage, you read about love, there's a Holy Ghost download coming into us. Yes. It's not just because I had that vision. That's but good. I, 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 you know, when you're at church, when you're, when you're feeding your spirit, when you're listening to a message from Brother Moore, same thing's happening. You might not be seeing it, but it's going into you. The Word's going into yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It says the word does not return void. Yeah. And it's, it's producing in, in your life. So good. And, uh, man, I, I made that decision. I passed the test and that's everything started happening for me. I just started trusting God. And, uh, even that number eight, I didn't know what number eight, what it signified Mm -hmm. talking to people in my family, other people, it means new beginnings. Mm -hmm. And I know the Lord was telling me, Brandon, this is about to be a new beginning in your life. A new beginning also means eternal covenant. Wow. It's my covenant. I'll never break my covenant. Like Abraham, he walked in the figure eight. Mm, yeah, yeah, he did. Eternal yeah. covenant. His covenant with us. And his covenant with us, he will never break. Mm. We have a covenant-keeping God. Yeah. You know, Brother Copeland talks about covenant a lot. And a lot of, he always says a lot of people here, like in America, don't really understand covenant. Mm-hmm. But you go to other countries, covenant's a big deal. Tell us about it, Brandon. Tell us about it. You know, it's, it's, it's not where we live in an age where maybe someone will say, Hey, I can do that for you. And then they don't do it. And you, you kind of live with that. I'm not sure if it will happen or not, but God's not that way. Whatever he yeah. says, like his word won't return void, but his covenant with us, mm-hmm. he will never break. Man. He will never, never break it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's, he's a, he's a covenant keeping God, That's beautiful. you know, other, other countries, they, they understand about, um, covenant, you know, even with David, remember David, he took care of Jonathan's son. Yes. Yeah. His, that covenant. And he told them, Hey, you treat Jonathan like you treat me. Mm. He, he made a covenant with Jonathan. It wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to change my mind once Jonathan, you know, after a few years. No, it's, it's, it's basically like, you know, people have their definitions of covenant. It, it's, Whatever God speaks, whatever God says in the word to people in the, in the Bible, it's a hundred percent. That's what's going to happen. There's no, we, we've been, we've been let down so many different times. Yes. True. Yeah. We live in a, I've been, you know, you people tell you things, you get excited and then boom, this doesn't happen, but God will never do that. Whatever he says. Yeah. You can take it to the bank. So good. You know, I was, um, one person was telling me he was in a, a minister's conference with Brother Hagen. Okay. Yeah. And they're all pastors, Kenneth E. Hagen. They're all pastors. And they, and they had a question and answer. And people, one guy asked a question. He said, Brother Hagen, he goes, I know this faith stuff. And he goes, I've been believing. I've been believing and standing on the word. And I've been confessing. And I've been on this, on my, on this promise. And I haven't, I just haven't seen it come forth yet. How, how long is this going to, 
how long do I have to keep on believing and keep on standing and confess the word of God over it? It looks like nothing has happened. Yeah. That's kind of the question everyone wanted to ask. I know. That's a good question. Yeah. You know, just being real. There's things we believe God for and just, we haven't really seen it, but then it will happen. And Kenneth Hagin said this. He says, if you're willing to stand forever, it'll only last for a few moments. Man. Say that again, Brandon. If you're, if you're willing to stand forever, you stand on that promise God's given you. I don't care if it takes 10 years. I'm standing forever. If you have that mindset. That's so good. If you're willing to stand forever, it will last just a few moments. Yeah. That's so good. So many people, I, I, I know people that say, oh, I'm going to try that church thing for a month or two. Or I'm going to try that believe in that faith stuff for a month or two. No, it's a lifestyle. Yeah, the just shall live by faith. Yeah, yeah we got we. It's the way we live. We Whatever you're believing God for. You don't have any, oh, I'm going to try it maybe for, no. I know this is God and he has a covenant. I have a covenant with him. The blessing of Abraham's on me and I am standing no matter what. What about if you lose your job, Brandon? You're standing no matter mm. what. What about if you get a bad report from the doctor and they said, you won't live. Hey, you're standing on the word of God. You got to have a fight in you. Yeah. We got to, we fight a good fight of faith. Mm. And uh, I'm tired of, I'm tired of seeing people get, you know, sons and daughters of God, God using mightily and they get a bad doctor report and then they just go on. Mm. Wow. We got, we fight, you know? Wow. And, and people just kind of accept it. I know there's different, you know, things, but, we 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 stand. We have a covenant with God. Yeah. He gave his son for us, Jesus. By his stripes we're healed. Mm-hmm. The blessing that's on us through that. The veil was torn. Holy Spirit lives inside of us. And uh we have a covenant with God. We and we we um there's nothing we're trying, nothing that we're we're playing, but it's it's just our lifestyle. That's really good. It reminds me of the verse he said in Romans, uh, whoever believes in him will never be put to shame. Yeah. Or uh, one translation said they'll never be disappointed. So, in other words, no one ever really genuinely trusted and believed in God and was put to shame. Exactly. No one. That's so good. And even with David, you know, he said, "I've been young and I've been I've been old and I've never seen the righteous begging bread, begging for bread." Yeah. You know, so that's powerful. God's covenant for us. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well, tell us about your ministry in uh, California and, and and how that's been. I know there's a lot of stuff. Like you, well, God sent you as a missionary, really. Yeah. Tell us about it. Tell yeah, us missionary. About it. I, I, you know, we're we're based out of there. Yeah, we travel all different, all across the country, preaching in different places, preaching California as well. But I always was like, man, Lord, why? You know, California is different. It's far from my family, and I always just I know the Lord had me there just seeking you know what is my purpose here in california and i know it was for to pray mm-hmm. to contend for california for los angeles for hollywood god this is i'm not leaving you know this is this is your state this is your city i don't care how dark it is because the darker it is the brighter we shine yeah and I, I was doing that but i knew there was something there like a specific purpose he had for me there i was listening one night late at night i was listening to a, a missionary he was preaching, uh, he preaches in Mexico. He was telling his stories of being shot at. And I'm just listening to him. Everyone, my wife was asleep. And I, I hear the Holy Spirit speak to me. Brandon, I heard, it cl- I heard it so clear. Brandon, you are a missionary to California. And when he said that, Elijah, it was like peace came from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Wow. It helped me. All that 
me wanting to maybe leave and go to to Missouri or Oklahoma or oh it's easier there I yeah can, I can get a house there I can it's it's cheaper there and all the negative stuff we see on the news about California yeah and when I heard the Lord say you are a missionary to California I felt that peace I felt that I just felt his his love and his him comforting me mm. I woke up the next morning and told my wife the Lord spoke to me I'm a missionary to California. When you're a missionary to somewhere, you can look at things differently. Mm, yeah, you look yeah. at things like I'm sent here. I, there's a reason I'm here. I'm a missionary here. This isn't my natural home, but I'm I'm here for this time. And I just felt that fresh grace, that fresh fire for California. Yeah. And um, I even uh, right after that, a pastor called me. We we're about to go preach at his church in Oklahoma. He said, Brandon, when you're here, I want you to talk about California what God is doing, miracles you're seeing, people get in touch from the streets, that by the power of God, what you're seeing at the churches there. Because, you know, California gets a bad rap with, on the news. Mm-hmm. You don't hear about a lot of good things that's happening in California. He goes, I want you to share about that. And he goes, because I was praying and the Holy Spirit told me to tell you, you are a missionary to California. Wow. I said, Pastor, I just, last night, I just heard that. And now you're telling me that. Wow. He said, it's Holy Spirit confirming it to you. Yeah, it's confirming So don't second guess it. I'm like, I'm like, yes, sir. So I went and talked about California. So we've been there. And I've always been, you know, people have their preaching styles. Like I, I always enjoy everyone's gift. People, you know, God's given each person a unique gift. Mm-hmm. And I've always, my gift, I like, um, I've just been drawn to the Azusa Street revivals. I've been drawn to Smith Wigglesworth, just, you know, the evangelist, the fire gone. And I, that just burns inside of me. Well, even with Azusa street and William Seymour, mm-hmm. how God used William Seymour and how he was, you know, well, he would say, dip me in the curious and spirit, set me ablaze for you. Yeah. And how he would pray, how he was praying four hours a day in, in Texas, then went to LA, California, you know, the Lord called him out there and he was praying for seven hours, just seeking God and, how he had this prayer meeting and it, it blew up and we it turned into Azusa Street. That's powerful. People talk about the miracles, creative miracles, people walking in, getting healed, arms growing out, legs, the power of God, and how it shook not just the United States, but, but the world. And we're in a time where we need that more than ever. Yeah. We need the power of God manifested and demonstrated where people's lives will never be the same. Yeah, especially in the, what we're living in, what we're going through here. This is where a manifestation of the sons of God. That's what exactly. That's what the earth is looking for. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. We we, we got to have it. So, you know, the Lord put on my heart to have this prayer meeting, and to stir up the gifts, stir up the seeds that have already been sown through the Azusa Street revival. Wow. So it's already there. It's already there. It just needs to be stirred up. Stirring it up. That's good. Just blowing on it. This Holy Spirit. Just, you know, Holy Spirit moving upon that. What's been what's been sown, and so we're gonna have people. They're going to be at the prayer meeting, um, all, all praying for California. But I know the Lord showed me to have cameras mm-hmm. to be live. So people that are in other states are tuning in and praying for California. Yeah. People, some, a lot of people move from California mm-hmm. or they have relatives or loved ones that live there. And instead of talking bad about California, all of us just praying in the spirit, praying for California, the move of God that's happened there before insane devil, just making a stand. Mm-hmm. We're just contending, saying yeah. you can't have California, no matter what. You might say, Brandon, what about the the mandate and all the the lockdown, and all that? I don't care. I could care less. Wow. Yeah. You know, 
we're going you know when 50,000 people are marching come where, on come on Brandon. Where, where I where I was living 50,000 people hit the streets come on Brandon yeah you know and but they say you can't sing in church you, you know you see the enemy hates singing in church he hates people gathering in church but we're gonna we're gonna do it yeah and uh it's 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 exciting that is and it's all of us it's just power and prayer it's not gonna be a man it's not gonna be my name on it it's gonna be it's God all of us praying all prayers praying all praying for California and for God to touch California like never before and calling forth that awakening, that revival and just the seeds that have already been sown. And for those to even come forth Yeah, and it's going to happen again. I truly believe it. That's really good. Uh, reminded of something Jesus said to the disciples. He said, uh, I'm sending you to, to harvest, yes. to reap, you know, I had others have sown there, yeah. but I'm sending you to reap. So I see that That's all so over good. you That's guys. so good. Yeah, that's, that's so good. What the Lord is doing here is you guys are reaping. Yeah. Off of those seeds that were sown because there was travail, like all those hours of prayer that, yes. that Brother Seymour, William Seymour did. I mean, the Lord saw that and he honors that. And that's the beauty of it, right? It's, and then later on, as you f- fulfill what God's called you to do, then the next generation. Exactly. Comes. That's what it's supposed to be. All of us doing this together, working together, co laborers with Christ, bringing in the coming of the Lord, right? Yeah ushering in his coming, you know, and as we wrap this up, Brandon, talk about that a little bit. Uh, the, what the Lord's been speaking to you about that, the, the him coming back, the, the, yeah. the second coming. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. You know, Jesus is coming soon. And you know, people's preached that, you know, in the forties, thirties and the mm-hmm. big baggy suits. But I'm telling you as a young person, Jesus is coming soon. Cause we look to the Bible. We say what happens and the, the last days, the Bible says the signs are going to come and, and those are coming. You know, we are living in a time that's the most unprecedented time we've ever had. Mm, yeah. You talk about the rumors of war. You talk about plagues. You talk about complete chaos. People don't acting crazy. What? What is this? What's my answer to this? It's the last days. Mm-hmm. Jesus is coming soon. Yeah. He is coming soon. And um, it's something to look forward to. You know, we are in the, you know... I always say David had his time, Paul had his time, but it's our time. Mm, it's, our, it's our time to rise. It's not our time to be scared, to be in a cellar, to be to be feeding and watching the news all the time, being scared like everybody else. No, it's our time to shine. It's our time to have courage and, mm. and to know Jesus is coming soon. No, we're not in the tribulation. Mm. You think this is bad. You haven't seen nothing yet. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen nothing yet. But it, it, it's coming. The 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 it it's coming. It's getting close. But Jesus is going to come get us on the white horse. The trumpet's going to come go, on, yeah. and that's where we're going to go. Yeah. But it's just a it's just a taste of what's about to happen. And um, you know, I'm I'm just I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, that He is coming soon. You know, in Acts chapter two, it says the last days that the moon will turn red, blood. The blood moons. We've been seeing that. We've been seeing them, yeah. You know, Paul says in, in Timothy that, you know, it says in the last days it's going to be perilous times. Yeah. Or perilous is, is dangerous times. It talks about how people are going to be unholy. Yeah. You know, people that have a form of godliness but denying the power. Yep. Uh, just, it gives all the list of what's happening. And there's a, a Bible I have. It's a brother, Kenneth Copeland, his, mm-hmm. his, his copy of his Bible and has all of his highlights and notes. I was reading that scripture one time from his Bible 
and he put on the side there, we are in the last days. Wow. We are in the end days. Yeah. Signs are here. Even what we're seeing happening now, nothing, this has never happened before. You know, what is it? Jesus is coming soon. So we got to make that decision. If you, if you, if you, you know, Jesus as your Lord and savior, Hey, be more on fire today than you ever have been before. Be filling up on the word of God. Like you never have before. I'm speaking to myself too. Yeah. We all need, you it, know, right? there's, there's, there's days that we do better and there's days that we don't do that great, especially traveling, but we got to hoard that oil, man. We got to, we got to spend time with him so we can hear his voice loud and clear exactly what to do. We, we can't be in a place where we're foggy. We don't hear the voice of the Lord. We have yeah. other things taking that, that spot. And I just recently, we moved from Hollywood. We moved from our apartment the day we moved out. That night, they were rioting and burning. Yeah. But I was excited. Hey, I was hearing the voice of you the Lord. I moved out right the same. Time. He got me out right in time. Right in time. And I was there just right before that happened. I was praying in those streets. I was pleading the blood of Jesus over those streets like I always do. But how the Lord had me out that very day, that night, it all happened. So we got to, in these last days, we got to be more on fire today. We got to be spending more time in the word of God like we never have before. Don't let people hurt us. Who cares what people might say? Who cares what people done to you? Jesus didn't do that to you. Mm, that's good. You know, just yeah. be just be locked into him. Just hoarding that oil, spending time with the Lord. If you don't know Jesus, you better, you know, ask him to be the Lord and Savior of your life. You know, just ask him, dear Jesus, I love you. I believe you died on the cross for me. You rose for me. And I ask you to come into my heart. Make me a new creature. That's what it, that's what it is right there. Yeah, that's simple. Yeah. And it says that we'll be safe from any wrath. Mm. So we, even what other people might be going through, ungodly people it says in psalms that the ungodly they they fade away i put in my bible it says they have no foundation wow but it says good. it says the people the righteous people were like a tree planted by the rivers of water yeah we bear forth fruit in our season our leaf will not wither and whatsoever we do it shall prosper that's one of my favorite scriptures i i would speak that over myself all the time my leaf brain and brim's leaf will never wither i'll never wither I'll never be dry. I'll never be cast away. I, my leaf will never wither. And whatsoever I do, it shall prosper. So even this, the midst of pandemic and mm -hmm. financial, all this crazy stuff, I want to say this over you. Your leaf, you will never wither and you will always prosper. So good. That's so good. Uh, Brandon, as we wrap this up, would you uh, pray over us? Yes, I'd be honored. Lord, I thank you for the people listening to the podcast. That Lord, you spoke to their hearts. That your anointing, Father God, flowed through them, Lord, and that they'll never be the same. Yes, thank Holy Spirit, you know exactly what they need. You know exactly what they're going through. And I thank you, Lord, for touching every heart. That they'll never be the same in Jesus' name. I thank you for the healing power of God flowing. Yep. Touching minds. Touching um, old thoughts that you have know to just get rid of. Those are completely leaving in Jesus' name, thank I thank you, you, Lord, that you watch over us, you look out for us, and we'll hear your voice loud and clear. And I thank you, Lord, with your rod and your staff, you comfort us. And even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we shall fear no evil, for you are with us, Lord. I thank you for your anointing, your presence. I thank you for the Greater Than podcast, God using it, causing people to hear it. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, man. Brandon, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Uh, where can people uh, get in contact with you guys? Yeah, we have our, our website, 
It's hisnameministries.com. So H-I-S, hisnameministries.com. We have our Facebook, Brandon Brim, Instagram, His Name Ministries. And be looking out for that prayer group. We're about the, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I feel like we, we're going to call it the California prayer meeting. Okay. Yeah. It's real simple. California, yeah. California prayer meeting. So yeah, we'll, uh, you can get in contact with us those ways. Yeah. All my listeners, I know we got people who listen in California. Uh, hey, hey, here's a good ministry. Look it up, get involved. And, uh, as the Lord would lead, man, just if everybody's doing what the Lord's leading us to do, we're, we're in good shape. So anyway, thank you guys so much for being a part of this, whether it was on Apple Podcasts, Google, all the different platforms that we're on. Thank you for being a part of this podcast today. My name is Elijah Merle, and remember this, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Thank you for listening to the Greater Than Podcast. If you'd like to learn more, please visit us at murrellministries.com. That's M-U-R-R-E-L-L ministries.com.